And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guests. She's a comedian and writer from such shows as Odd Squad, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, and Kim's Convenience. It's Amanda Brooke Perrin. And he's a director and composer and the only Canadian who doesn't play hockey. It's Andrew Hunt. Tone Zone is here offering up 80% off all tweets during his closeout Everything Must Go sale. I'm husband Daniel saying hop on board Blood Bus say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with perfect good times never end. Allison Rosen. Hello, my little big Turk bars. That kind of hard to say. Canadian-themed carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon. By Lisa Crow-Lasik in honor of my Canadian guests. Yes, I am on Patreon. Did I say welcome to Allison Rosen is your new best friend? I'm Allison Rosen. Welcome to another Thursday show. The longer I do this show, the less I am able to competently host it, which, you know, (laughs) really, isn't that how life goes? I am just sailing into my twilight years, Mm -hmm. like 50 years before it's time to do that, I would say. I'm just getting, I'm an early adopter to senility is what is happening. Anyway, welcome to another show. I'm very excited about this show. As I was saying, I am on Patreon. 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 Thank you. Lots of fun stuff over there. In fact, I just put up a bonus episode of The Friend Zone. That is my Patreon bonus podcast with fan favorite Robin Shore. And I thought it was just going to be a regular Friend Zone where I solicit questions, get together with my guests, ask questions of the guest. It's available on audio for people at the friend level, video for people at the confidant level. I have different you know, tears. Uh, and then it turned into quite a humdinger, a doozy, and a barn burner. And by that, I mean, it is truly an episode that can only exist behind the paywall because there's so much stuff we talked about that I could not release to like the regular feed. Um, Daniel and I went to a screening, uh, the final episode of HBO's The Vow, and someone walked into the room, and it was so distracting to me that this person was there, Mm -hmm. and I talk about this on the episode, and I name names, and I can't talk about it in, uh, like... Uh, th- not behind a paywall because I imagine this person is litigious even th- like those let's just say the word allegedly there's a lot of naming names and there's a lot of the worst use of the word allegedly and then afterwards I said to Robin I'm like I'm okay right it's okay that we talked about all this she's like yes I think so you use the word allegedly a lot and pl- anyway I'm just saying like it was a juicy episode names were named and also get this and I didn't know if it would be okay that I say this except that she mentioned it in an Instagram post she Near the very end of the episode, she's like, so I have something that I wasn't going to say, but I feel like I am inspired to say it right now. I almost had a, I just recently had a brush with a cult. Whoa. And then she told, she told that story. So what? it is a juicy, yeah, it's a juicy fucking episode. Was there Patreon. just tea everywhere? It's, it's like the Boston Tea Party. Oh my God. It, it, 
Is that apocryphal or did they really throw tea in the ocean? They were just gossiping. There was no tea. (laughs) (laughs) Those bitches. Anyway, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. It was like Real Housewives of Boston. Subscribe for an annual... Sign up for a year. Again, see the very beginning where I explained that I can't do anything anymore. I'm just barely hanging on. It's the holidays. <laughs> Sign up for a year, get two months free. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Renee. Uh, speaking of Renee, super, she's the silent superstar and MVP of this episode. I will explain. Very excited to welcome to the show, welcome back to the show, someone I've known for a very long time, Andrew Hunt. Hello. Toronto's Hello. finest. Hello. Yes. Happy Thanksgiving on the day we're Ooh. recording this. Thank you. I know it <laughs> is. Oh my goodness, that was ready to go. <laughs> Wait, can we hear that again? <laughs> wow. Is that a human that being like a person doing <laughs> yeah, prob- a turkey? Probably. I just found a sample of it. Okay, good. Because because it. Yeah. it made me go it's like, not is me, that? If that's what you're getting at. <laughs> and it's not me, right? <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's not you. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like maybe I would have done that at some point, but I don't think I would have done it's, it as well. Anyway. It's, ha- it's how you sound in my head when you talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I believe that. And then, uh, also with us is Amanda Brooke Perrin. Hello. Welcome. Hi. Two Canadians in this economy? I know. Now, How here's did you the thing. Us? <laughs> um, with all that Patreon money. I know. There go. <laughs> uh, now, to me, you're Renee's friend. Renee, whose microphone you are. You, I mean, let's, we'll get into the Renee of it all in a moment. But to me, you're Renee's friend. Woman I follow on Twitter. Woman who has three names. Woman who has great hair. That's you to me. That's and so nice. I'm also Renee's friend to myself. So that checks out. That's right. the, on my business cards that I still yeah. hand out in the year of our Lord 2022. I think that's good. Do you, have <laughs> you considered you. getting like a QR code for your business cards or anything? No, too, too futuristic for me. I'm going to stick okay. with the business cards. Um, and maybe put a few ads out on milk cartons. Yes. Is that a thing still? <laughs> Probably. You know why? Because when the overlords hack the mainframe, they can't take your business cards away. They can't take your milk away. But who knows what happens to the QR codes? <laughs> That's uh, you know. true. They you enter know the I'm... matrix. That's I would right. Probably. Yes. So anyway, we were on the same page. You're Renee's friend. And then Andrew Hunt and I reconnected. Did we lose touch? Sort of. It had been many years. And then he started coming on my show. He came on with Renee. And then lo and behold, it turns out, explain how you guys know each other. Because this is blowing my mind and it's making me think Canada, (laughs) which I know to be large, is very tiny. Explain this. This is insane. It's not at all. Yeah. It's not. This isn't helping the stereotype that every Canadian knows each other. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, we we were roommates for seven years. Wait, was it? No, what? It was like five. We were. It was five years. Five years. But it felt like seven years in a good way. <laughs> I should have mentioned if you're a Patreon subscriber, patreon.com slash Alison Rosen, you can see the video of this and you can see how shocked and um, 
incredulous my arms look right now. They're flapping all around. I'm doing incredulous <laughs> arms. <laughs> and uh, it's worth it to subscribe to see these arms. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we, we were roommates. and uh, But we met through a comedy competition on a television network called The Comedy Network, which is like the Canadian uh, Comedy Central. And I was a runner-up, and Amanda won the contest. Look at that. So we met through that. And then we were, she was moving to Toronto. So we were just like, let's live together. Andrew definitely should have won that competition, by the way. <laughs> like, it was so much funnier than me. He had so many followers. Like, he just had banger after banger tweet wise. I mean, not to, you know, disparage myself. I was okay. Yeah. I took pictures of tweets in various places. It was a competition to, be a paid intern at the comedy network for a summer and we were against each other and i was like well this andrew person is gonna win and i remember then, we we messaged each other before and i was like if you if i don't win i want you to win and you were like if i don't win i want you to win and yeah. then you ended up winning the the only negative feelings i had in that whole thing because it was a great event because we got to meet each other we got to become cool roommates and uh but the only negative thing was i remember they made us shoot thank you videos oh god before the big announcement so it was like <laughs> it was like watch tosh.0 tonight at 8 p.m to see who won our n nationwide contest to work at the comedy network <laughs> and so i had to shoot a video that was like thanks so much thanks for voting for me everyone can't wait to start at the comedy network oh god and then, uh like it invited <laughs> some people over because i was like they wouldn't make me shoot that video no. oh, God. if I didn't win. They probably, then, uh, <laughs> they probably just aired – that's airing in Africa right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere on some hard drive at the Comedy Network, they have a video of me <laughs> thanking people for a contest I didn't win. Right. So. My thank you was like a parody of a viral video at the time. It probably did not age well at all. It was a. Do you guys remember the video of the kid – who was like, I feel very happy of myself. And he was riding a bike anyway. Probably not because it's so obscure. Um, so I did that. And that aired to Canada. And that is quite mortifying. I guess that shows how legit it actually is, though, if they had everyone shoot these thank you videos and they didn't know who was going to win until the mm -hmm. last minute. And then how did people yeah. vote? It was like an online website thing i think like back in 2011 there were so many contests online right like, go to this Ooh. website and vote for me so i can win this money or this job or yeah you know and it, then i think they found like people were just kind of you know it made people angry at the company when they didn't win <laughs> yeah Not me personally right. I, I actually i get a lot of good <laughs> opportunities from that contest so i always think of it fondly uh and then how was the job amanda it was fun. I got to go to Just for Laughs and just write blogs and tweet for them and run their social media accounts. So it was it was pretty sweet. They put you up in a or put me up in an apartment downtown Toronto, which was really nice. Um, yeah, it was a good it was a good experience. And then I moved to Toronto after that because I was from Calgary. And do you still feel nothing but happiness for her, Andrew? Not even a little oh, bit yeah, of jealousy. Totally. I there's. Like when I was younger, I used to feel jealous of people who succeeded over me. Then I think once I got out of high school, as long as someone is a good person, I genuinely feel 
happy for other people's success. And I think at, with that contest, I was so into my YouTube channel that it was just one of the many things I was like hoping for, you know? So to me, it wasn't like, it wasn't like I lost a contest. It was like I gained a friend. Oh my God. Joke's on you. I'm a murderer. Um, could so you imagine sweet. this is where I dead ass said I was a murderer? Um, <laughs> no, it was very nice. Great. Andrew was the, yeah, the funniest person in the competition for sure. And then he asked if I wanted to live with him after. So it was like a double win. Mm -hmm. And we lived in a tiny basement apartment in Toronto <laughs> that had, su it had such a rich ecosystem of bugs that National Geographic yeah. could have done a documentary on yeah. the creatures that lived down there. Mostly um, centipedes. Oh, yeah. Ugh. I mean... I have a lot. I have a lot of questions. First, though, I do. First of all, let me back up. Hello, Tony Thaxton. Oh, you're going to me before Tony. Daniel even. It's I don't know. Again, she's feeling threatened. <laughs> a lot of people. A lot of people are saying they would rather have me take over the hosting duties. I've so, been seeing that online a lot. I'm yeah. not saying yeah. that. I don't think that. But a lot of people are talking about it. Yeah, people. Are, um, people are saying. I think it's <sighs> so. Daniel is campaigning to replace pumpkin really and not. pecan pie. It's just, it's this is a grassroots thing. <laughs> the people <laughs> want Daniel to replace pumpkin and pecan pie, and Daniel's oh, one of the people. This is yes with bread pudding. It yeah. was a funny idea. No, and. It's a funny idea that he takes very seriously. I told and you last week. I back this. Thank you, Tony. Some people are now <laughs> like calling him Brother Daniel. It's a, <laughs> this is how things start. They have elected him their leader. They see in him a leader they can get behind. So I think <laughs> that they feel that he represents values that speak to them. And so I think because of this one thing that speaks to something that they feel is important to them and reflects them, they do want him to host the show. So yeah, hi, mm. Tony. Hi. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Hello, hello, Daniel. How's it going? Mm. Uh, it's going great. Okay. Thank you for asking. Because we were talking about not feeling jealous of people, Tony, could you play Hooray for You? Do you have that song? It just doesn't get played often enough, so I do want to hear it even though i might be one of the few people who enjoys the songs on my show but i do enjoy them oh my god it's so loud want to do for you and now you're getting kudos while i sit here getting for you i am so very happy that this fortune came your way i didn't mean to say you don't deserve to have your day however you'll forgive me if i feel compelled to say for you so I am a petty enough person that I felt the need to ask someone to make that song, <laughs> to put into music that feeling. So I'm glad that you are past it, Andrew. Oh, yeah. Beyond. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah. I do feel jealous uh, of people who have specific things that I want, like yeah. people who work on the Ninja Turtles, mm. you know, things like that, but not like forgetting something I, you know, 
uh, an Emmy or a Tony or something, you know. That Are I you jealous tried to get. of the Ninja Turtles? Because I know you like pizza. When I was a kid, I I would look at their muscles and think, I'm going to look like that someday. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I... I sort of grew up to live like them, underground in basements, <laughs> eating pizza all the time, trying to exercise it off unsuccessfully. Like me- being mentored by rats, by large rats. <laughs> now, when you say centipedes, do you mean like those fuzzy, hairy ones, or do you mean like a worm with a ton of legs? Hairy ones. Okay. So I had those in my basement apartment in Brooklyn, too. We're not that dissimilar, you and me. Um, but they do have a lot of legs. They do. Yeah. yeah. They're so yeah. fast. And yeah. They're so big. It's like... It's like an eyebrow across your wall. Yes. Yeah. Eyebrow across the wall. We had we also had these beetles. I think they were called click beetles. And when you flicked them onto their back... I don't know how we figured this out. But when you flicked them onto their back, they would click and then spring like four feet into the <gasps> air. It was... Uh, I've seen animals in that basement. I've never seen before or since. Yeah, there was a lot happening. Also, Andrew didn't have a bedroom window. Oh, yeah. What was your bedroom? (laughs) I don't know. Illegal? (laughs) Maybe. It was an interior, like an interior room. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, there was no no window. And I'm no so door. sorry. I feel like such an asshole. But to be real, like my my situation wasn't great. I my <laughs> window was underneath the deck of the <laughs> of the upstairs neighbors. So, like, if a guy ever wanted to romance me with like a uh, a boombox, he would have to c- crawl <laughs> underneath a deck to get to me. <laughs> Needless to yeah. say, it didn't happen. And didn't you also live under their bedroom? So you heard them like doing their thing pretty frequently. I seem to remember remember you saying, oh, okay. (laughs) I remember the mice in the walls. Oh yeah, there was, there were mice in the walls and we lived in two places together. And both times we had scary landlords named Tony. Yeah. Tony. It wasn't me. (laughs) (laughs) What do you have to say for your name? (laughs) I, I, I'm, I'm sorry on behalf of... No, you know what? No, I'm not going to be sorry on their behalf. <laughs> I'm not speaking for them. You're a good... Tony. I'm guessing they're real Anthonys, whereas I'm not. Oh, maybe. I'm just a Tony, so... Oh, yeah. I kind of liked them. They're kind of like... They were angry, but I, in a way I was like, oh, if I win them over, mm. I will be special. And they reminded me of my father. Anyway, oh. that's, that's a separate... <laughs> I should go to therapy <laughs> more often than I currently do. Are you still trying to win over Tony-type men? Yeah. Mm, how's it going? Well, I'm talking about it in therapy, and um, we're we're really making strides, I think, okay. Mary Ellen and I. Oh, Mary Ellen is such a good oh. therapist name. Dude, she's the best. She has, like, long Stevie Nicks of gray course hair. course she does. All of the jewelry. Does like, she wear, like, a, like a, a small pen on a chain that's silver? I am assuming it's underneath. (laughs) It's a bank. She's attached (laughs) to the little ledges there. Um, No, she just wears like beads, the giant bead. Like she always wears like a sheath. Is that what those things are called? Like a drapery? Yeah, sure. (laughs) Of some kind. Mm -hmm. She's really smart and great. Just go, girl. Does she sit on the ground cross-legged? 
<laughs> no, but when we did Zoom and she mm. has so many plants, I'm like, that's the key. Yes. You're getting so much oxygen. Mary Go Ellen. off, Queen. Mary Ellen. She sounds really nice and supportive. She is. I'll 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 drop her uh her website in the chat. Please. Um, Andrew, did you ever meet any of Amanda's men? Yeah. Um, I think when we lived together, it, we were sort of young and out there and meeting people. So, you know, there was, there were long-term relationships, there were short-term relationships and, uh, you know, they, um, you know, I, I don't, I don't remember any sort of, Patterns. Uh, scary ones that I knew personally, but maybe there were. I remember one instance where. <laughs> I had a gentleman friend over and I think Andrew came home drunk or something. And he ended up putting the guy's shoes outside. <laughs> oh, that's not, that's not what happened. His shoes what? were outside. I wore it. I came home after, I think it was my birthday. And I remember being a little intoxicated. And then our upstairs neighbors invited me to come hang out on the porch. So I just threw on uh, shoes. <laughs> And then I went outside and then like after an hour of hanging out, I was drunkenly like, these aren't my shoes. <laughs> Whose shoes are these? And I remember taking them off and then hanging out there for like two or three more hours and then going inside and just forgetting about the shoes. And then the next morning I got a text from Amanda like, did you throw this guy's shoes outside? And I was just like, oh my God. I never saw him again. <laughs> I wore, I actually saw him the other day and, and said hi to him. I'm friends with him, we, but yeah. we never saw each other like that again. Oh. And um, <laughs> it's I probably fine. <laughs> probably <laughs> for the best. You knew. You were watching out for me. Well, this well, is a big moment because you, you thought I put his shoes outside, but I wore them. <laughs> I wore them. <laughs> and you forgot them outside. Thinking, yeah. And it was like the dead of winter. So they were was just it? ice cubes by the time <laughs> oh, he left. Goodness. Oh, boy. Yeah. Did he go home barefoot? Oh, no. He wore the ice cubes home. Okay. They probably warmed up at some point, but... <laughs> I just remember looking at my feet and being like, whose shoes are they? I, I, like, it didn't cross my mind that there was someone over. I was just like, I, I thought maybe they were upstairs neighbor's shoes. That shows you how how uh, well I was doing in the dating department. <laughs> I wasn't used to another man in our dwelling. <laughs> and finally, how was it discovered that you got, how was it discovered that your former roommate is friends with Renee? Because you had been on my show like a bunch, I feel like. Mm -hmm. I th I, since I was on the show with Renee, I just added her to Instagram and just did the usual like quick scroll through. And th then I just saw Amanda's picture pop up and I was just like, oh my goodness, what a small world. You know? Renee's the best. She's one of my besties. Mm -hmm. And then how did you get here? Here being uh, Southern California, Amanda. Oh, um, that's a great question. I did the green card process, which is a nightmare if anyone has done it. Um, and I moved here in 2016 and then I met Renee at a 40th birthday party that was happening in Big Bear. And I didn't know anyone aside from my friend, Christina. Well, there you and go. then Renee and I drank a lot together and woke up in the same bed not nothing kinky happened don't mm -hmm. worry but it really solidified our friendship <laughs> and now here we are and renee is the mvp because she loaned you her microphone but what no one knows is it took us a long time to get it to work but she's still the mvp 
She is. Yes. I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm not good at technology. Renee knows everything. I, and also, is it, is this microphone working? We'll we never don't know. know. <laughs> we don't know. It might just be my headphones. We don't Hopefully. know. Yeah. So as this airs, it is Thanksgiving here in the States. <laughs> where? <laughs> what are we all doing? Daniel and I are at my parents' house down in Orange County uh, eating mostly store-bought stuff, although I will be making a green bean casserole, which I... I uh, for a while, I was. it seemed that I was the only one who was into it. So I'm like, fine, I'll make it. But then I feel like to a person, everyone has come around and been like, you know what? This is actually pretty good. Daniel, have you come around on the green bean casserole? I always said it was good. Mm, now you're just gaslighting me. Tony, what are you, <laughs> where are you going to be? Where am I? Uh, we're going to just stay here. Uh, we're not really doing much. We, we may stop at... Uh... Michael Cassidy's place later in the evening oh. for a little hangout. He's having some friends over, but uh, yeah, just Flo and me are gonna hang here. She has, she also has like lots of uh, very serious food allergies, so a lot of meals are difficult to do at people's houses. So mm. we're just gonna kind of do our own thing here. Yeah. What are her allergies? Her food allergies? She has, uh, all gluten, uh, pork, onions. Those are the big ones. Mm. So that cuts out a lot of stuff. Yeah. That's all of the food groups. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there's a lot of good solutions these days. It's, uh, I've had a bunch of stuff that she, you know, gluten-free things that she'll get and I'll try. And I think being in LA is a good place for that. Yes. So good options. Yeah. Yes. But you guys were just in Las Vegas, weren't you? We were. Yeah. We just went for a couple of days just to, just to get out of town. Like we just wanted to get away for a couple of days. Mm, we went there yes. with no real plan or anything. I want to get away to the peaceful, relaxing oasis that is Las Vegas. I never said anything about peaceful. I said I wanted to get away. <laughs> Did you win big? Of course. Can't you tell? <laughs> How no. was it? Uh, we had a good time. Like I said, we really like, we just kind of hung out and walked around, went to some nice meals and yeah, gambled a little bit, but nothing crazy. And uh, yeah, really yeah, really didn't do much. We just, like I said, we just wanted a little change of scenery. Nice. Did you get married or anything? No, did not. Not not going down that road again yet. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> excuse me very much. What? Sorry. I said I'm excuse talking. me very much. I was talking much. to Tony. Okay. <laughs> uh, Andrew and Amanda, what will you guys be doing? Now, I know that you had... Well, Amanda, you're here, but in my mind, you're there. Um, and I don't mean that in an insulting way. I just mean that in a Canadian way. Um, <laughs> but I know that Canadian Thanksgiving is like in October. So, Andrew, you already did all this. This mm -hmm. is old hat. Yeah. This is old hat to you. This yeah. is old pilgrim's hat to you. I feel like the American Thanksgiving is too close to the winter holidays. And yeah, this is the argument against it. So many, so much visiting. Too much visiting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, Too give us family. give us the give us the defense of Canadian Thanksgiving, which is it, when before Halloween. Yeah, yeah, before Halloween. I don't even know when it is. It it just always pops up. It's always on a Monday. So okay, it's like that's the weird. last the last Monday of mm -hmm. October. -ish? Yeah, it changes. Do, is the American one on, on the same day every? year? No, Thursday? it's always oh. a Thursday. It's the last. Okay. Which, what is that about? Is there something I don't know about 
that i mean well canada is a monday so like but like same thing like what's the reasoning for that right yeah i don't know why is it not just a day a certain day i do not know i would rather to keep it so that everyone has always has a four-day weekend Um, Mm. we never want to overshadow we're just like sorry you guys can have your own thing in november we'll just be (laughs) over here in october (laughs) maybe it's also because it gets colder there sooner Mm-hmm. Mm, I was yeah. uh, on TV shows. The characters always go play football on uh, on American TV shows. Is that a tradition y'all have? Yeah. I think that a lot of because because watching football is a big part of uh, Thanksgiving yeah, here in America. A few games on. Okay, it used to be like you know what was it? The Cowboys and the Lions always play, yeah. and now and now they schedule. I think they schedule some college games, but old you know. Eventually, after you've eaten an early dinner, you know, someone has a football and you're all sort of thinking about football. And so you just go throw it around. Interesting. Um, Yeah. Never, ever. That yeah, not, never, not at the ever. Rosen household. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I've ever actually experienced it. <laughs> I've watched I've it. Seen, but I've on ever, Friends, they did that. But yeah, <laughs> that's never, the ever. only show I can think of. Was yeah. it actually on a, anything else, or did we just watch that Friends episode a lot? Maybe I'm just thinking of Friends. I, <laughs> when I think of American Thanksgiving, I think of throwing the pigskin, as they say, and uh, this is what we say. Parents, <laughs> parents visiting in the episode, and then arguing with the main characters. So mm-hmm. I strongly dislike Thanksgiving episodes. Because it always introduces characters who aren't full time, and they always get mad at each other. Yeah, now, American are you just... Thanksgiving traditions are throwing the pigskin and arguing with uh, relatives. Yeah, in Canada, we just gather around the old skate. Every family <laughs> has one. We take shots of maple syrup. Yeah, and um, we throw the old pigskin around. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We don't, we don't, I think it's like the same, except for it's a bigger deal in America. I think Thanksgiving is a lot bigger of a holiday here. I don't get it. Like, I just, I personally, I don't, I just don't care about Thanksgiving. Like, I'm not, like, some people, like, what? That's very unpatriotic. (laughs) I know. You know, I like an excuse to, like, hang out or see people or whatever, but, like, I don't know. I don't get excited about it. You know, some people are like, oh my god, I can't wait for the meal and all the food. And blah blah. I'm like, who cares? I don't. I find turkey boring. <laughs> I don't not like it, but like it could. Everyone go away. finds turkey boring. That's part of the fun. Yeah, it could go away forever, and I, I wouldn't am, think twice about it. Listen, I I have undergone uh you know the process of reevaluating Thanksgiving dinner. First things first, going to revamp dessert. But don't <laughs> don't worry, turkey is on. You know, it's on deck. Oh, is it on say. your whiteboard in your mind? Yeah, as soon as we solve the dessert problem. Which was never a problem. Is. <laughs> uh, and then maybe we, we deal with turkey because it's not the best. Yeah. I want to hear the quants method. For people who don't know, the quants method is what we call Daniel's take on it's my that. program that I'm developing. Yeah, <laughs> for Daniel's cult. Okay, give us the quants method for Thanksgiving dinner. Well, right now, first things first, I don't want to confuse people. Uh, it's my contention that pecan pie, which is the better, in my opinion, of the two traditional pies, pecan and pumpkin pie. 
But pecan and pumpkin pie, it you're never ordering it ever again. It's not like if if pumpkin pie's on the menu in April, you're not like, I'll have a slice of pumpkin pie. Only yeah. the craziest amongst us would pumpkin do that. Pumpkin pie is an edible plate for Cool Whip. Right. It's it's always always dis- it's the range of experience with pumpkin pie is either like that was fine to what kind of weird herbs did they put in that that was horrible <laughs> it's never great it's always just the best it can be is like yeah okay mm. um i have shared my journey with pumpkin pie year in and year out on this show i swear i loved pumpkin pie i thought it was great i disagreed with you every time you said this and then starting like i don't know somewhere between mm-hmm. five and seven years ago it's called waking every up, time honey. i what it's called waking up in <laughs> did i get red pilled <laughs> did i get did i get orange pilled no. um every time i tried it i was like this is not good it's not good like i remember and i don't know what happened i refuse to think i changed the pies changed. We have um, like fond memories tied into it. We like it. No. But that's just because, no. that's because the, it's the, always the, been I'm part telling of, you the pies changed. Pumpkin pie because it's always been part of the, if you, If it had been something else. I did IVF. I did IVF. The hormones have changed my perception of pumpkin pie. Okay. Well, that's what it is. Of. Probably. <laughs> oh, Quite God. Pot. And pecan pie too sweet hold on a little bit too I, sweet. Thank I like you. it uh, thank you sweet. pecan pie there is the best pecan pie i've ever had from america's sweetheart the cheesecake factory it has chocolate chips involved it's unreal it's the so, best pie i may have ever had so uh i've had pecan pie where they had like a layer of chocolate like right above the crust and that was a better pecan pie but i would say you're having to alter it in order to make it great pecan pie aren't we, aren't we all doing that you know what i mean are we all trying to alter ourselves to make hey, ourselves fine. better hey yeah. that's fine that's yeah fine. i straightened my hair i had that's braces fine. whatever you got to do to get through it but what i'm saying is why not replace these two inferior desserts with something that is that everyone loves like bread pudding a really good <laughs> custardy bread pudding feels more thanksgiving to me than other possible entries into this category. I've and never had it also before. also is really good. What? Yeah, I've never know. had bread pudding. What is it? Um, it's like a it's like bread that's soaked in custard essentially, right? Like it's really good. It's like a uh if it it's made well, it can be dry. You got to do it right, but hmm. I think on on average the bread pudding is better than the average of the other two. So I'm saying Come on, folks. <laughs> so a chance. Let's let's stop it with this. So bread pudding wet, is good. It's wet bread. <laughs> <laughs> this is, is good. This is good, Daniel. I know that, that you're. This is a little premature for you to be already having like this I, kind of R and D focus group. But if you okay. are going to go to the sharks with this, you know, figuratively speaking, you need to be prepared for this kind of rigorous questioning so this is great i I have no problem with it i fully expect my expectation going into thanksgiving is that it will my bread pudding will not be appreciated by a single other person at the dinner and that is their fault not even our children that is their problem i will not allow any uh, opposing views to cloud my purpose 
<laughs> oh, wow. You're going like real. Honey, if I've learned anything, it's that certainty and confidence, regardless if you're right, that's what wins. Who's so your, men- who's your, like, not me- mentor is the wrong word, but when you close your eyes, in whose image are you becoming a bread pudding guru? Charles Manson? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Chef L. Ron Hubbard. <laughs> not his not his Scientology stuff, but his cooking on the on the boats was really um, um you, you know. don't think our kids are gonna like the bread pudding? We're talking about you know, you, you wanna I be happy like my... in life, set your expectations low. Okay. Uh, oh wow. I, I feel like I, my I, mom I, might like it. The Rosens are a tough crew. It's true. They're they're they're, they're set in their ways. Yeah, it's true. And I'm going to come in there with a with an idea that's out of left field, and I don't yeah. think it's going to be embraced. And even when they like things, they don't like them. Even when it's good, it's secretly Something. not good. And uh, other way around, yeah. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see. Is it is it widely accepted because it's a light like pumpkin pie is a lighter dessert to me, whereas wet bread. <laughs> Just seems you're pretty not the heavy. first to point this out. You're not the first to point this out. But I um, what I will I say, dense. what I will say is, we're doing it anyway. I mean, you can just argument. take less. I mean, sure, <laughs> you could. Is right. anybody going to? It no, because they are. They're like, I'm used to a pumpkin pie slice. That is a specific. I'm not going to yeah. go all changing the ratios <laughs> because we're switching it up. What about like, a, yeah, I was about to say cheesecake, but that would be probably heavy. way too heavy. There are like pumpkin cheesecakes and things that I think some people are serving nowadays. These newfangled cheesecakes. Um, you know, this is sort of in the same realm, but I think tastes a lot better. Uh, and I don't mean to offend anyone from 1600 uh as like a figgy pudding or something right it's in the same universe as a figgy pudding i have no idea i've literally i've only ever heard of figgy pudding in christmas songs i think a figgy pudding i'm i only eat it when i go wassailing oh i love to wassail i think a figgy pudding um i think a figgy pudding is like a cross between a fruit cake and a bread pudding, but is gross and tastes like alcohol and has like all sorts of nuts and like oh, dried fruit like and shit in it. Brandy or rum in it? Does probably. It kind of, yeah. Like, I think that's probably what it tastes like. Uh, Andrew, do you know? No, I, I've never had figgy pudding or pecan pie <gasps> or what? What? the other one, soup bread. <laughs> wet, wet, wet bread. bread. Bread pudding. Bread pudding. Bread pudding. I haven't You've had... never had any of these? any of those but you've had chicken and baby poutine that you've thrown up on a date (laughs) oh my god (laughs) mama and and mama and her chick poutine chicken baby chicken poutine from oh my gosh amanda do you remember that poutine place that was like in an alley on bloor yeah i do i do yeah i had poutine there once and then got sick after a date (laughs) wait okay while we're talking about food that andrew eats watching him cook was the most out of body experience <laughs> I've ever had. He would I just haven't got better. I haven't got He would better. just take he would like make pasta. I'd be like, "Okay, we're starting out strong." 
Then he would take out a can of tuna at a door. I'd be like, what's happening? What is about to happen? The there would be grapes involved. <laughs> Wait, what? It was like wild. It was so – and then you, when you had cereal in the morning, you would put grapes on top, mm-hmm. which is like – I stand by it, that. I think grapes belong – grapes are the perfect uh, cereal fruit. Gross. Guys, <laughs> yeah, thank you. Please. Think about Raisin Bran. Grapes in cornflakes is like the a raw young diet. raisin bran. Yeah, yeah. But why not just have why not just have corn instead of cornflakes? <laughs> Grapes and corn. <laughs> True. Yeah, it's like it's like um, bo- raisin bowl. bran for a turtle. Can I tell you yeah. something uh, that I learned today? This yeah. is uh, and this is piggybacking on this also. Then um, we're going around and everyone's guessing what figgy pudding is, just in case you're wondering where this is headed. Yes, go ahead, Daniel. Also, uh, in you know honor of World Cup starting, this is an interna- international story dealing with the UK. Okay. Uh, one of the most popular pizzas in the UK. Well, now, you're, now this is up Andrew's alley because he's Mr. Pizza. Tuna, sweet corn, and onion. What? Yeah. We, I don't. I do not understand why this is not something. Flow. That we are Tony's, all Tony's girlfriend Flo just went into Ew. anaphylactic shock. <laughs> I, I can mean, see that being good. I feel like a lot is the said tuna, about the UK, no. and no one is bringing this up, and this is important. Tuna, <laughs> sweet corn, and what? Onion. This is psychotic. I think it. <laughs> I think that it says something. Tuna I'm sorry sweet. about the psychology of these island people. <laughs> and, <laughs> And uh, we, I, I just, I can't look at them the same way again. It's. But Andrew, you think it sounds good? I do. Yeah, I, <laughs> I've liked every slice of pizza I've ever eaten, except I remember Amanda once coming home and trying pizza from this vegan place, and she was Ugh. like, "It tastes like a sewer." Like, <laughs> yeah. It, it like, tasted like wet a, toilet paper. Yeah, and then I tried it and agreed. That was <laughs> yeah. the perfect description. It had that dia cheese, and boy, oh. did we dia! <laughs> oh yeah, d a i d a i y a. What's it? Yeah, what's that made out of? Dia. Dia. What's it made? It's like made out of. What is it made out of? Nuts or something? Like toilet paper. Nuts and yeah. <laughs> Nuts and refuse. The only slice of pizza I've uh, maybe didn't finish. It was. Uh, I think I got the mac and cheese pizza from there. And, uh, I, I think the tuna would be akin to maybe sardines on pizza, which mm-hmm. I've actually never had, but sardines, I, I though, can't. They're salty. Okay. I, you know, Andrew really loves you, them. Really? I, I actually like sardines on pizza. Are sardines the hairy ones or the ones that have heads? Or is that the same little fish? They have, yes, they have dog heads and they <laughs> are very hairy. You get usually I'm a, a nice hairy sardine. I'm thinking of anchovies. Yes. Anchovies. Yeah. So sardines are bigger. Yeah, I used to mix sardines in with my pastas. I remember. Oh, Oh, no, I'm thinking of anchovies. Yeah, I was thinking anchovies. It was such an experience. Like, as soon as the can of something came out, (laughs) it was dinner time and I went to my room. (laughs) I think it's like, I think I could host one of those survival shows because all that comes from growing up poor and just needing to like, you know, when like grandma's can make like a whole meal out of like a can of spam and <laughs> lint. 
That's what I'm like. But mine don't taste good. But you can eat them. They're edible. These days I just order Uber Eats. So it's... You just order one can of tuna, (laughs) can of sardines. Uh, Andrew, one of my favorite recent tweets of yours. I like all your tweets, but it was the the reminder that you set for yourself about like reminder, pick up grape. Oh, yeah. (laughs) A grape rolled under my couch. And uh, I I was just feeling so lazy. So I was like, hey, Siri... Remind me to get, remind me to find the grape. And then days later, I just got this notification. And I was like, oh, yeah, I should get on the floor and go. Why did you say, why did you save it for like days later? (laughs) I I don't know. I I think you didn't. I think you were like, well, I guess that didn't work. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it was, when I found it, it was still a grape. It hadn't raisined yeah remember those bananas we found when we first moved into our apartment yeah. when we first moved into our apartment they were they were like mummified bananas <laughs> like they looks the like drawer. cardboard like like sheets of it looks like somebody had drew bananas and colored them black and, <laughs> and like was, there was a ton of fruit flies <laughs> oh on them dead and mouse oh. droppings mm-hmm. but we never saw mice in the apartment no just, I remember one time I turned on the lights and saw one of those rhino beetles, like a giant beetle with like the big long snout. Mm. Mm. I've never walking. seen that. It was, oh. I, I've never seen one in Canada. It was outrageous. Where have you seen one? That was in my bedroom in that basement. No, no, no. I mean, you mean you've never seen one in Canada? Oh. You like, not like you've seen them elsewhere. You just mean normally you don't see them in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. So the, yeah. I felt like you're. For a second, I thought you were like, I saw them all the time in, you know, Botswana, but I had never seen one. And yeah, no, (laughs) just never (sighs) in real life. It was when I say there was like an ecosystem of bugs down there, there, there truly was. But we were clean. Like we we were, we were perfect, but Mm. it was just, (laughs) we weren't perfect, but we were clean. (laughs) There was a, a large spider in the laundry room that we couldn't reach. And so I named it George to be less afraid of it. Did that work for you? I've done that. I've done that as well. When I had mice in my Brooklyn apartment, no, my mm-hmm. Manhattan apartment, I named them and it didn't really do anything. <laughs> it worked for me. I don't know why. Maybe just because the alternative was living in fear. Yeah. That was, was it easier to kill them? When you name them? For me? Or, or no. to live with them? <laughs> what kind of psychopath would I be if it was easier to kill them? <laughs> Come here, Chad. <laughs> no, I thought, like, I'll just think of them, like, when I hear my like sister, because I lived with my sister at the time, I was like, when I hear her make a noise down the hall, I don't jump out of my skin. Mm-hmm. And I know her name. So if I name them, it's just like I have a few more roommates. Yeah. yeah. You're like, Abby, keep it down. I'm on a podcast. <laughs> I named them Rob, Chad, after the Low Brothers, and Grover. <laughs> the scary thing uh, about a mouse is that it's a mammal in your house. Like, it's kind of related to you. Yeah. And it's just walking around doing stuff while you're sleeping with yes. its toes. Yes, and its tail and its poop. Yeah. And, uh, like, if it were a rabbit, I feel like it'd be more acceptable. (laughs) 
It's yeah. a size problem. And yet mm. if it were a rat, it's also less acceptable. And mm. yet people keep rats as pets and mm. mice as pets. I wish I, I wish I weren't afraid of them. I've gone through this on the... Do you think it's a, the... a tail problem? Like, do you I feel that so. way about squirrels? Because if it was ham... I'm okay with squirrels and I'm okay with hamsters too. Mm. No, because you... Like, yeah, if it was like a hairless cat walking around <laughs> that night, I would have a problem with that. Yeah. It's the tail I, thing. Maybe. Yeah, I'm, I'm not so keen on possums either. Mm. I mean, I don't want them in my apartment, but... Possums are cute. I kind of like them. They look I like would... they've, they've got a, a plan <laughs> just mm-hmm. for life, for a living. Like, they look like they're kind of full of knowledge. I guess. I mean, I guess I see what you're saying. This is sure bringing up a lot of stuff for me. Allison Rosen is your best friend is sponsored by BetterHelp. Uh, listen, I wish life came with a user manual, perhaps the one that a possum might have. Uh, unfortunately, life doesn't come with a user manual. So when it's not working for you, it's normal to feel stuck. Navigating any of life's challenges can make you feel unsure, whether it's a career change, a new relationship, becoming a new parent becoming a parent. Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex engine called you. BetterHelp has connected over 3 million people with licensed therapists. It's convenient and accessible anywhere. It's a 100% online. You guys know I am uh, a big, big fan of therapy. Uh, It helps me immensely. I go to therapy every week. Sometimes in my life, I have gone twice a week. Uh, As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match you with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash best friend. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash best friend. And then uh, I want to tell you guys one more thing. And then it's figgy pudding time. Listen, the holidays came early this year, ladies. If you're still not sure what to get the man in your life, then look no further than our friends at Manscaped. The leading men's hygiene brand just launched new products that your man will actually use, including their new shower time favorite, the Body Buffer. It's time to give the man in your life the gift of smooth balls and a good shower time experience this holiday season. Get free shipping and 20% off by going to manscaped.com and using best friend at checkout. Look, I don't know about you, but I'm tired of finding Santa's beard in my dude's pants. Daniel. Sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to get better presents this year. Harry jingle balls are a thing of the past with Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. Daniel, actually, you use Manscaped stuff. Our shower. Yeah, we have uh, we have their products. An array there. of Manscaped products good. in there. Good stuff. Smells good. Uh, you have all the Manscaped stuff. Uh, and uh, look, I can think of plenty of times in my past where I have uh, just been like, oh, wow. Look at all this hair. Inside the Performance Package 4.0, you'll find the Signature Lawnmower 4.0. This electric trimmer has proprietary advanced skin-safe technology. You've never nicked yourself with uh, Manscaped items, have you, Daniel? Hmm? 
You have never <laughs> nicked. <laughs> Look alive. I said you've never <laughs> nicked yourself with manscaped no, items, have I? you? No. Thank you. It's also waterproof, so he can use it in the shower. It's like a gift to yourself with less mess. The Manscaped Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant, moisturizer, and toner. Keep his North Pole feeling and smelling fresh. Their hygiene bundle also comes with a pair of Manscaped anti-chafing boxers that'll keep his junk feeling fresh all day. The perfect package for his perfect package. Manscaped is going beyond the groin with their new ultra-premium box body wash it's infused with aloe vera and sea salt to keep his skin feeling clean nice and moisturized it smells so good i guarantee you'll want to use his body wash too manscape also just launched their new body buffer this 100 antibacterial body scrubber is just what he needs to keep him fresh and clean this holiday season tis the season to load up on manscape products so get your man your dad your brother and friends the best gift of all the manscape performance package 4.0 get 20% off and free shipping with the code bestfriend at manscaped.com. Every guy has Manscaped on their wish list. Get him products he'll actually use this holiday season. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use code bestfriend. Get your man a gift you'll both enjoy. The gift of Manscaped. His jingle balls will thank you. Oh, boy. All right. <clears throat> Figgy pudding time. What? A lack of segue. All right. I have already weighed in. I believe it is a cross between bread pudding, a.k.a. wet bread, and fruit cake, fruit cake, uh, that tastes like alcohol and has, like, all sorts of nuts and dried fruit in it. Andrew, what do you think? That, I have to agree, agree with that. I feel like I've heard figgy pudding before and maybe asked to try it. And been grossed out by it. Mm-hmm. And your description of the alcohol flavor sounds right. Mm-hmm. I imagine a Christmas cake covered in slime and tasting gross. Okay. Mm, yum, yum. Amanda, what do you think? You're probably right. But to differ my answer, maybe it's like like, like, a, like a bread with fig, like figgy-ish vibes. <laughs> figgy vibes um, like figgy vibes um we all know <laughs> yeah and uh and um you know figgy and then in the middle there's some co- kind of like uh liquid like is it, maybe it's like in the middle of it I want, i'm just inventing i d- like that <laughs> dessert yeah yeah and daniel what do you think i mean honestly i think i think you got it i think that's yeah. what, it, what it is it's like a it's like a a very like strong bread pudding problem type of thing. Tony, way, I would. Yeah. I was just re- I was just thinking about the bread pudding thing. I'm realizing I think I know why pecan pie and pumpkin pie are the desserts for Thanksgiving, and it's when you make those nine out of ten people make the same thing, but when 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 you make bread pudding, you make you have ten different kinds of bread pudding. Like mm. there's too much variety with the bread pudding and Thanksgiving's all about standardization. So it's like, you know what you're getting that pecan pie, pumpkin pie. It's the same every time. So are you making an argument for like American exceptionalism as, uh, represented by bread pudding? No, I'm just saying, um, if you want to be a basic bitch, <laughs> you want to be like everyone else, get your 
pumpkin pie and your pecan pie, but if you want to be uh, someone special, get some moist bread. Get some bread. Get some <laughs> Andrew, bread. you said you'd never never had pecan pie, right? Yeah, I. Not that I recall. I, are they just on top, or just the whole pie? Pecan, pecan flavor. I know it's hard, it's hard to figure out which direction you want to go with the pronunciation. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think they're on top. You but think? Have you ever had it? Yes. Excuse me. Well, Do you want to start something with me? I feel like they're, you could, you they're could take on a position, to- a strong position on this one. Well, they're on top, and then the inside <laughs> is like a sugary. What is it? It's like a custard kind of thing. Um, no, it's like a like a cooked sugar. Okay, so in Canada, my understanding is you have like a is it called a butter tart? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, is, is that it like, like a, a butter tart? Oh. Amanda could weigh in on this, right? Is it like a butter tart? I don't think so. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> never mind. It's like a cooked sugar. It's like sugar. It's like and a, egg. a sugary molasses. It's like a it's a corn syrup. Corn syrupy kind of it tastes it tastes like butterscotch almost. It's very Maybe rich. It is. I haven't had a butter tart in a long time. I'm not gonna lie. Tony, yeah, you, yeah. similar. I think. Tony, you don't get uh, to weigh in because you already know the answer, right? Yeah, I already looked it up. All right, let's hear a drum roll. Oh, I. Sorry, that's too many things on my screen. Uh. This is going to be pretty anticlimactic, so let's really celebrate this. Get ready to be underwhelmed. All right. Figgy pudding is a vague term used for a class of traditional Christmas dishes, usually forming sweet and savory cakes containing a sour, sweet, creamy layer of honey, fruit, and nuts. In later times, rum or other distilled alcohol became often added to enrich the fruitness mm. of the flavor. Hmm. I feel like my grandmother may have made that or something. I feel like Bring we pretty all. much nailed it, though. Rum, <laughs> honey, nuts, fruit. I was just fig. not good. I didn't know. Yeah. Well, fig. Where's I, the fig? Yeah. No, I said vague. That, yeah, because it's weird that that's what, it's a, a vague term for a class of dishes. It's, that's what really surprised it's me. There. It's figgy. Figgy. It's not totally fig. It's figgy. <laughs> Fig-esque. <laughs> yeah. Fig-jacent. Fig-jacent. Oh, yes. I keep trying to think of like some kind of Fergie pun and nothing is happening. Fig-alicious? Fig-alicious. Does anyone here know anyone in Gen Z? What, I don't even know what that what is. What age is that? Under That's 30. Like 30 to 30? 10? 10 to 30-ish. Hmm. 10 to 30. Because, Daniel, well, why? Well, maybe it's like 25 to 10. No, it's younger it. than that. Oh. Mm, no. If you're in college right now, you're Gen Z. I thought you were going to say it's 25 to 30, and I was like, no, it's younger no, than that. 25 okay, maybe to it's, 10, maybe. Yeah. Because it might be like, it's like 25 to 45 is millennial. Yeah, it's Gen like teenage- Z is 10 to 25. 10 to, yeah, does anyone know any Gen Zers out there? Hmm. Um, I don't think so. te- have, technically, but not not well. We must have some yeah. listeners. I don't know, but I like Gen Z. If we got any Gen Zers out there, what's up? <laughs> I do too. They're really scary, and I like that about mm-hmm. them. I, I did what was our? Generation. We had a question for them, though. 
I see yeah. that you're going to want to take it oh, off well, air we based on your out, general vibe. We were out at this uh, Christmas. Um, Careful with what you say, though. What? There's nothing weird. All right, we're here out, we go. We're, we're out at this Christmas per, uh, thing they have here. And uh, there were these high school girls, and they were looking pretty hip. Oh, yes. They were dressed extremely hip. Like, they were they were a kind of girl that did not exist when I was in high school, which is, I think, maybe the American version of what we used to see pictures of in Japan, where the girls dress in those kind of outrageous costumes, like, sort of like theatrical goth kind of is sort of what I would term it, but it's almost like anime inspired mm-hmm. sort of, or video games or something. Um, that's kind of the vibe. And uh, I just wanted to go up and go like, what kind of music do you listen to? <laughs> I am an obviously old and out of touch fart who the lad, my last cultural reference was like, uh, you know, squirrel nut zippers. <laughs> no, I mean, but you know what I mean. Like I'm, I I'm, think I'm, it was I'm for you. It was ha- Hamilton. I'm several decades out of touch. <laughs> I, and, I worked uh, with someone who yeah. dressed like that, and they they loved the Deftones. It was really uh, honestly. If I were to guess, it it could be anything from like some kind of metal to EDM. I couldn't possibly know or pop or fucking Taylor Swift. I have no idea. But I want to know because I feel like they probably listen to music that I've never heard of, a type of music I've never heard of that would probably be really interesting. But look at me. I can't talk to a high school girl without it being like a problem. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, oh, it's this old creep. And can I say something else about that Christmas thing? And this goes to all of you musicians out there, Tony. Yeah. If you ever find yourself mm. invited to a Christmas thing, okay, like a festival, a street thing, it's Christmassy. A ho- it's a holiday thing. Learn some Christmas songs. Mm-hmm. Holiday That's all songs. I'm saying. Or holiday, whatever. What were they there playing? Was a, there was like this blues band, and they were out there playing uh, My Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Like, guys, I get it. You guys do a tight my girl. (laughs) But I want to get in the Christmas spirit. Everybody knows these tunes. Learn them. I don't disagree. (laughs) I'm with you. My girl's like a very summery song, too, specifically. Right? It's like, my girl, like, come on. My high school band used to play that song because our bassist's girlfriend at the time liked it. And we... (laughs) We we kind of liked it, but it was for her, and we played it at every show for her. Nice. It was, well, uh, it's, it's as if we heard you the other night. <laughs> was so? Was this at a a parade? You said, or just a they? A it was. It was, it was like the a, Burbank Holiday in the Park. They close thing. off the Magnolia yeah. um, mm. Boulevard, the and streets, have, and yeah. you like stroll up and down, and it's pretty oh, fun. fun. Were yeah, they singing was, or was it just like the instrumental of it? They had like a Tom Waits wannabe dude in a fedora, you know, mm-hmm. up front. And then a couple like uh, boomers behind them pl- strumming. And they were all pretty old. And playing yeah. My Girl and other Motown hits. Well, <laughs> that, to me, that's Christmas, actually. A man in a fedora. <laughs> a very you know, strange Christmas growing up. <laughs> I don't hate the look. I would just prefer like, uh, you know, there's some grooving Christmas tunes, too. You don't have yeah. to stick with Jingle mm-hmm. Bells. What's your favorite Christmas song? You know, 
uh, I have a new favorite, and I don't know the name of it. It's a Mot. It's actually speaking of Motown. Uh, it's a Motown song, honey. Do you remember the name of that song? It's one that I don't think I ever paid attention to, but pops up on a playlist that we hear all the time. Um, I'm not sure which one you mean. I'll have Is to it look new it up. Or old. It's old, but like, uh, you know how there's a couple like Christmas songs that just you'll... fly under the radar. Like, what was the one? That my mom liked, and both of us were like, "What the hell is that?" And now we hear driving it all home the time. for Christmas. That's I'll such be a good home song. For driving home, driving home for that, Christmas. I was literally talking about things like this last night of of like those songs that you feel like you've never heard in your life, and then once attention is called to yeah. it, you just yeah. constantly hear it everywhere. Right? Yeah. Have you heard this driving home for Christmas one? It's I feel by, like we um, talked about it last year. <laughs> maybe I had never heard it, and then the other one I like. It's on. The Apple Music Christmas Crooners list. It's um, a Christmas dream, and it's from some movie that I had. It's like some old movie. It was written for a movie, but I really like that one as well. Mm. Do you like uh, Last Christmas by Wham? That's yes, I that actually a good do. one as well. I, like I do that like that one. I like that one because when you're sad, you can enjoy it because it's sad. When you're happy, you can enjoy it because it also has lyrics about moving on. So it's like... You know, you can take what you want from it. Yeah. Wham. That's nice. Wham. <laughs> what about Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays by NSYNC? <laughs> I don't know that one. I, although oh, I, it's a jam. You got it. It's so good. Oh, man. Do you remember the 98 Degrees Christmas album? One of the most embarrassing moments of my life <laughs> involves that album. Should I? I, I was, I was eating story? tuna from a can on the street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's hear it. I was in school. I tried to do this like romantic gesture for a girl and oh, I'm going to like be sick telling this story. (laughs) And she loved that 98 degrees Christmas song. So at this festival of lights, (laughs) I gave her a rose and put headphones on her. Oh man, I'm so embarrassed. I put headphones (laughs) on her ears and I played that song and I was like, we should dance among the lights. And so we danced for like two minutes. And then she told me that the song wasn't playing. <laughs> <laughs> never told anyone. Wow. I'm like sweating because oh. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> so here I was just dancing thinking she's loving these smooth beats from 98 oh, Degrees. <laughs> and oh my God. I don't think like I've... I think I'm traumatized by that moment. <laughs> yeah. And now I don't do romantic things just in case. I feel like I'm traumatized by that moment. <laughs> That's but so did, did anything happen between you and her? We dated for a long time. She was my first girlfriend. So it, it wasn't like, you know, she everything right. was new. So Obviously, she liked you if she didn't yeah. say anything <laughs> for two full minutes. But I planned it with her best friend. She was like, she loves this 98 Degrees song. You'll... <laughs> Like bring her to this festival of lights and play it in, in the headphones and dance with her, and it was it just didn't work out. Oh my god, and romantic gestures are so cringe. One worst. of my boyfriends like tried to play acoustic guitar to me, and like did a, a slowed down version of um, "Your Love Has Taken Me Higher." Is that what that song is called? Yeah, but like 
This it was the slowest song I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and he closed the door behind him. So we were in his bedroom and I just kept like looking past him at the door, hoping Oh, he was between you would... and the door? Yeah. Oh. Like it was oh. it was oh. it was a hostage situation for sure. Oh my god. Uh, I got the name of the song. It's called Every Day Will Be Like a Holiday by William Bell. I don't think I know this one. Or maybe I do, but I I don't know it off the top of my head. I love hearing that song every time it comes on. (laughs) And I... Uh, but I love all Christmas carols. I got to be honest. I'm a big. Where fan do you? Where does everyone here stand on the Mariah Carey Christmas song, which has become like a real hot debate on Upworthy Weekly, my one of my mm. other podcasts that I do on Saturday mornings. It's I a used banger. to love it, uh, but I, th- I, I feel like it's so overplayed it. now. And I, the the one part that drives me nuts is the opening piano, like the. It's so fast. Yeah, it's ridiculously fast, and it. I don't know. It just sounds. I, I I get the same feeling I get when someone runs nails on a chalkboard when yes. I hear it. But it's a great song. I'm it's just so grooves. tired of it. I found myself enjoying it the other. Well, no. Let me let me let me reset the scene. In my car, listening to Christmas music, a song came on. I was enjoying it, and I was like, "What's this?" And I looked mm. up, and I was like. <gasps> Oh no, it's that song. I've built my entire identity on publicly hating this song. <laughs> what now? It was a real like dark night of the soul moment because I've made such a big deal of like, I hate this song. Todd Perry loves this song. He's wrong. I'm, and I was like, fuck. It's a I, good I'm song. enjoying. What is it? So then I decided, hang favorite. on, hang on, hang on, hang on. So <laughs> then I decided. I'm enjoying it because it's the first time I've heard it this season. Uh-huh. Yeah. Give me some time. I will begin to hate it. Yeah, that right. makes a difference. It's like yeah. a little treat when you hear it for the first time right. in the year. But then afterwards, yeah. yeah, I can see it getting old. I, I have hope. to ask this anytime that song comes up. I've maybe asked it on the show before, but no, I know any time I've had this conversation, no one can think of anything else. I feel like that is the last Christmas song that we hear every, like as is in the Before newest even though it's like yeah years every- old at this point <laughs> yeah uh, it is the one that has stuck around but it's still like i can't think of any more recent than that that mm-hmm. you hear every single year no i can't either and mm. this we probably had this conversation too uh at a certain point i was like there aren't that many christmas songs it's weird you begin to hear all the same ones over and over again someone needs to refill the pot with Christmas songs. <laughs> I think Tony, should we do it? Should yes. we band together, guys? There's a lot of good, kind of more under the radar ones, though. If you start digging, like, because I've definitely stumbled into some good ones that I had no idea about, and yeah, mm-hmm. they just they always just use the same it. lyrics. Like it'll be a new song, and it's like, yeah, we're roasting chestnuts, <laughs> and we're going to the beach. It's like you're roasting chestnuts. Or did you just take that from another song? Right. Well, maybe we can make one that's making bread pudding. Yes. It's quite wet. Oh, my God. Well, no, <laughs> right. what we should do is... Yeah, moist song. pudding. The only, oh, thing. The only yeah. song that can that I can think of it is like sort of a Thanksgiving song is um, uh, the one that's like I'm driving... Not driving home, home for Christmas. Home for Christmas? Home, uh, home for the Holidays. Oh, there's no place like one. home for the holidays. Mm-hmm. I think of that as kind of a of a Thanksgiving song, but we I've need never a thought Thanksgiving of that tune. Well, there's Red the pudding. Thanksgiving song by Adam Sandler. <laughs> no, fuck that. Um, <laughs> all right, everybody's least favorite. Oh yeah, what's one that you just shut off? What, the one that you just 
Well, I think that there's never, ever, ever been a single good version of the 12 Days of Christmas. <laughs> it's just that like, what a grating. stupid, annoying song. That's like the Monopoly board game of yeah. songs. <laughs> and everyone it loves it. doesn't end. That plays all the time. Mm. My relatives back in Connecticut. Oh, gosh. I they just... have a tradition. This is extended family now. They have a tra- they, There's a lot of them. Lots of kids, just m- messy with people. Um, every they <laughs> they split into lousy groups. with with humans. Lousy <laughs> with uh, little Italian kids, and they um, they all get like one Props. thing from the Twelve Days of Christmas, and mm-hmm. so everyone sings it. And then when it's your thing, you come out and you do a little performance and sing it. And then so it, it's actually kind of fun. I okay, so if you are at the ten dollar level on my Patreon, which is the confidant level, you can text me and I'll text you back. And uh I send like fun little like photos and things. Not as often as I should to be just perfectly transparent, but recently I found okay, so one of the stories that I've told I was on a no carbohydrate diet and I went to for a long time and I went to this party that was lousy with humans that Daniel's talking about. His great aunt has this big Christmas party. It's like this big thing in Connecticut. And there were two rooms filled with desserts. And because I was no carbing it, I did not have any of them. But I still think about how I just walked by those two rooms filled with desserts. When you die, you think of all the desserts you didn't eat. I think about it all the time. Yeah. Did it look like the room in Jurassic Park at the end when they find the dessert (laughs) table? That's what I picture when I'm hearing the story. It's like the table in Pan's Labyrinth with the guy with the eyes on his hands. Yeah. That table in front of him. (laughs) Like that. I don't remember either of these scenes, but I found a picture of one of like the tables of desserts. And so I sent that to everyone. And then I found this picture of Daniel and me being 12 Pipers piping. I'll, sh- I'll hold it up to the camera. I, oh, yeah. uh, I, don't know if you, I don't know how well people on this can see it. Can it's just it. Daniel and me holding up like little, little silly trumpets. trumpets. It looks mm. very cute. Yeah, it was, it was silly, but it was fun. It was um, fun. So that's just one of the Patreon things. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Okay. What were we talking about? Though? Least favorite. Oh yeah, I'm trying to think of my least favorite song. What's, what's that Paul McCartney one? Uh, Wonderful Simply, Christmas. Simply, yeah. yeah. Simply, it's it, yeah. there's so many laser sound effects in that doing, song. Yeah, doing, 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 doing. yeah. I think that's the worst. Maybe it is. It is definitely not good, but I still kind of have this weird soft spot for it. Yeah, hmm. I feel the same way. Like I should hate it, but yeah. I kind of don't. My least favorite is Santa Baby. I hate that. Oh, oh yeah. I hate it. I, I don't like it. that one. I don't think it's cute. It's annoying. <laughs> the message of it is weird. Like she wants all this <laughs> yeah. expensive shit and then there's that line where she she's like, "Hey, think of all the guys I haven't kissed. Better check all this stuff off the list or who knows, I might be a whore." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, I had to google what a sable was. Do you guys know what that is? Isn't it a, a sweet animal? It's like, yeah, she was talking about like a dead mink to put around her yeah. neck. What is the one where the guy is like, no, don't worry, stay. We drink your drink oh, that I outside. Baby, it's cold yeah, outside. Yeah, yeah. That, one, it, that one is not good. And it's a form of sexy. I like that We've one. talked about this before. It's a form of sexy from a bygone era that doesn't translate anymore, which is like, oh, I'm such a cutie little cutie pie, but little baby. <laughs> you know, and it's like yeah. not cute. 
But like are you people talking are about trying baby, to reverse roles or, now. Yeah. They're like, it's now the girl is singing the boy part. So it's yeah. better now. I'm like, yeah. I don't think that is better. <laughs> yeah. No, the, the lyrics are problematic. But for some reason, I do like that song. Um, oh, and by the way, Allison just learned a few years ago that. <laughs> what's the song? I that, saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. Yeah, that, that I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus is just the kid discovering her parent their parents yeah right it's i was a just like why is mom here. kissing santa claus <laughs> you know to, like, what is it took me way too on? long to catch on to that yeah. also i've i've known for a while but uh i was far too old when i realized yeah i'm really having trouble thinking of ones i hate but i know there are ones that i will turn off i mean the mariah carey one but i know there are others where i'm like no what about hippopotamus for christmas i find that no, one I, really I don't mind that one yeah. oh you know i I'm not a fan of all I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. People like oh, yeah. pretending to lisp is I find that aggravating. Actually, adults doing children's voices is like, no, thank mm. you. <laughs> In general, I, I sort of find that. Where do you stand on the Alvin and the Chipmunks song? I kind of like it. I do, too. Yeah, I'm into it. There's an Alvin and the Chipmunks Halloween song that, that Elliot was listening to. I was like, I enjoy this. <laughs> Damn it. You know what, what? You know what? One I enjoy from his playlist is um, the Night of the Pumpkin or the Day of the Pumpkin. Yeah, I like that one. My favorite too is much. my favorite is the Mater from Cars. Yes, uh, some rocking tunes that he yeah. listens to before he falls right. asleep. Let's do a quick just mirror everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Just me or everyone. All right, Andrew, do you have one? Yeah, is it just me or are mullets back? I think and they are. Oh. A, are mullets back? And B, do they look really attractive? <laughs> hmm. You're really making us do some thinking. Uh, I think they are. Yeah, and, and it's all right. it's gender inclusive. Like yeah. anyone can have a mullet, and it kind of looks cool. I actually I've feel actually it looks better on on women on women or non-binaries than yes. it does on dudes. Yes, yeah. I've, I've just I've I'm, been seeing them pop up, and I think like five years ago, I would have thought they looked not cool. But now, when I see a guy with a mullet, I think like if I was in a relationship, I'd be afraid. That he was going to steal my girlfriend <laughs> based on his haircut. It's confident and cool and it looks yeah. good. It's they've always we- been alive in Canada. It's weird how they've gone from like Billy Ray Cyrus to like cool androgynous. Who's, who rocked the mullet the best? Joan Jett. Joan yeah. Jett. Yeah. I was going to say Mel Gibson. <laughs> but... John Jett's pretty good. Maybe maybe it was DQ when he was in middle school. Did you have a mullet? Oh, yeah. you know who had a mullet is young TT. Yeah, that's true. I'm, I'm not saying it was good, though. No, mine yeah. wasn't good either. Did you ever have, have a rat tail? I never yeah, Those did. were so popular in Tucson. I did not. <laughs> kids would like grow, start growing their rat tail when they were like tiny, little kids, so that by the time they were, you know, 10... They'd have these just 
long rat tails. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> they could have so, lived in my apartment. We all agree that <laughs> mullets are back and they're hot. I guess we do. <laughs> yeah. I guess we do. This is what, who would have thought? Who would have thunk? Amanda, do you have one? I don't know if I did it right, but that's okay. Because <laughs> I was, I, I vaguely remember. Anyway, okay. Is it just me or do you prefer to dry yourself off in the tub after you've showered yeah. or are you jumping out to grab a towel and do it outside of the tub? Got to do it in the tub. Yeah. Tub. I feel like you like stay it like you stay stays warmer. warmer. Yeah. Stays warm. Yeah. Yeah. I had yeah, a boyfriend second. who just went all willy nilly and never was close enough to get a towel. He just that's the first thing I do. I know. <laughs> Some of the greatest despair of my life has been realizing that I forgot to get a towel and bring it because ne- we don't have a place to put towels that is near our shower. It's the yeah, it's the there. one weird design flaw of our shower bathroom situation. So I ha- I grab towels and then I put them on the ground near where I shower, and then our dog comes and lays on top of them. And I'm sure it's hugely hygienic. Uh, and but sometimes I will be getting out of the shower and I'm like, oh shoot, I forgot to bring the towels over. So then I have to be cold and naked and go get the towels and it's uh, a terrible way to live it's a horrible experience it's but really i'm is. also resting my towels on the toilet which doesn't seem hygienic either mm, i feel it isn't open it's, yeah no i feel like it's probably okay i mean i get the proximity but like yeah. i feel like it's 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 a little better than a dog on right on top of them but who knows really mm. My dog also sits on the toilet as I. Oh, and then it's kind of the same. <laughs> it's the same thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do the uh, the in the t- in the shower dry off, except for my feet, and then my feet get the. Uh, I lay the towel on the bathroom floor and then step on it and then give them a little rub. No bath mat. No, I've uh, not a bath mat what? man. What? Okay, I change mine. Is it just me or are we all using bath mats? <laughs> what? Not even wait, there's just just straight floor? Don't you yeah. slip and nearly kill yourself isn't all it like the cold time? There? Don't you get cold floors? Yeah. Uh... But he puts his towel down first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I put the towel down. Oh, always. And then uh yeah, wash my feet. I've been really into feet washing lately. Like really good. Okay, in Jesus. There. <laughs> but then you're just naked on top of your yeah. towel, right? Yeah. This is a Are weird conversation. <laughs> this is exactly remember, the kind of conversation I have on this show. I don't remember us having a bath mat when we lived together. Did we have one? Did you I take w- it with you every time you showered, Amanda? <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> I don't want those feet. That's why you clean them so much now. I shamed you. Um, just kidding. I'm sure Andrew has nice feet. Um, join his Patreon for those pictures. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember. I think we did. Maybe you thought it was a towel. (laughs) So wait a minute. Let me get this straight. Just bare floors in your bathroom, Andrew. Oh, yeah. I I feel like textured things that can't be easily cleaned uh, can't just kind of live in the bathroom. Like, remember those old soft toilet seats? 
Yeah. That would like squish yeah. down when you sat on them. Yeah. Didn't those That's come up of... on the show recently? Yeah. <laughs> Probably. That's what it reminds oh. me of. Or those fuzzy seats. Like they were, mm-hmm. well, it was like a But carpet. you can wash bath mats. <laughs> Did you know that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have a feeling, me personally, I feel like I, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't for like okay. a few months. And, and then I'd remember that there was a bath mat there and it would be covered in, you know. What about one of those bamboo ones? It's just like, oh, uh, yeah. it's not fabric, but it's... Yeah, those are cool. But yeah, yeah. I'm a bare floor bathroom guy. I like to so mop then, it often. But so then you're naked when you're standing on the bath mat. Isn't that cold? Mm, my apartment's pretty like, pretty Toasty. new. And it's it's very warm. So mm. All right. very insulated. <laughs> By the way, it's snowing there now, right? Yeah, it, Toronto's covered in snow right now. What? Which is, so exciting. It's oh. not... Typical. Usually, it's after Christmas that it really starts to so jealous. Mm-hmm. It looks like Christmas. <sighs> Do you guys need to tell anyone to go fuck themselves? <laughs> Not a person, but I was. I was thinking about water chestnuts. Oh yes. I mean, I do put them in my green bean casserole, but let them oh, have yeah. it. I feel yeah, like I the texture and taste just doesn't belong in any meal. So oh, wow. water chestnuts, go fuck yourself. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. Like you don't allow them in anything, not no, even in Chinese food. I said this about the Mariah Carey song, but I truly feel this way about water chestnuts. Like the texture when you bite down on them is that I do get the same feeling as nails on a chalkboard when I eat those. Like it's, hmm. there's a weird squeakiness to them. That just so yeah. right with fine that. with sardines and pasta <laughs> and tuna on pizza. But water chestnuts is where you draw the line <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, it's all about texture. Something about oh, yeah. something about it. All right. But yeah. No person. No person. Just. just what not. about you, Amanda? I feel like this has probably been done before, but That's um, fine. go fuck yourself. Women's clothing sizes. Mm. What are you? What? What size am I actually? Am I a small or extra large? It depends on which <laughs> website you're on. Sometimes I'm just a shape. Sometimes I'm a sound effect. Like it doesn't, they're not across <laughs> the board the same. Why can't they figure that shit out? Mm. Yeah. It's making me feel bad. It's and then feel weird. Who also, am I? Also, have you ever clicked on that thing where it's like, need help knowing what size to wear? And it's like, what size do you wear in other clothes? And you put in your size and it's like, we think you should wear this size. And you're like, Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> but then it'll I mean, be like in the, the exact comments. Same. Yeah, it'll, it'll they'll be like, "This is wrong. This is yeah. not this. This is not true to size." Yeah. So then you say, "Hey, women's clothing sizes," and then Tony will play the drop. Oh, okay. Hey, women's clothing sizes, go f- hey, fuck yourself. Hey, hey, go, go fuck yourself. I got and one. last and last, oh, you do. Mm-hmm. Let's hear it. Uh, guys that. Uh, sneak into uh, evening uh, activities where kids are involved and sell light up balloons. <laughs> uh, for, first of all, these JOs will freaking sell these things. They they know your kid wants it because it's like all lighting up and like twinkly, and they'll, oh, they'll go boy. hey, and then the kids go balloon, tiny <laughs> balloon, and you'll go how much, and they'll go fifteen dollars. Or twenty dollars for a fucking balloon. Yeah. What like, kind of events? 
Um, there's a holiday place- themed event. Oh, uh-huh, yeah. We've seen it and twice now. And it's like, no, man, how about, you know, you try to, ha-, and they won't haggle because they're sitting there. They know that your kid driving you crazy is worth the money that they're charging you. Mm-hmm. And they get them. So, yeah. hey, play it. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. I mean, yeah, it's it's truly diabolical. I mean, it's kind of what cereal companies have been doing for years, right? Or toys. Mm-hmm. Just make the kids want it so bad that you spend the money. But ugh. <laughs> $15 for a balloon yeah. that breaks it's the next insane. day. insane. <laughs> yeah. So when this first happened to us at I a refused. different holiday event, we said no. And we both felt so guilty. I mean, hysterical crying all the way yeah. home. And so this time it was like, motherfucker. It's mm-hmm. like they. He, it's like we're in their database now. He's like, oh, don't come back. Don't don't budge, dude. Right. Yeah, I offered the guy. I'm like, could you do two for twenty? So fifteen dollars a piece. I said, could you do two for twenty? And he he just turns to me and he goes, no. And so then I'm like, you can't, you can't, you can't come down at all. He goes, no. So yeah. I'm like, okay. And so we walked away knowing we, we were going to knowing we were going to come back, but I was like this is the stupidest <laughs> vendetta that I now have to have for the rest of my life. <clears throat> and, and I it, made and I made Daniel buy it cuz I couldn't look the guy in the eye. It was so <laughs> fucking so <laughs> fucking stupid, but I could not look the guy in the eye and I couldn't let him know that I was coming back to get the balloon. He it was the you, stupidest sure. fucking pissing match. I know. It's so stupid. Did they last longer than regular balloons or they're just balloons? That no, they're like... One of them is still going. One of them... Fell apart. Um, oh, you have it. <laughs> that... It looks like... Looks a, like a condom. <laughs> looks like a deflated Ziploc bag with yeah. like... Yeah. It's like... Oh. <laughs> okay, I get it. I would like one. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's cool, but... Is it just string lights around a balloon? Yeah, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> wow. Fucking cheap ass. I'm determined pretty to much. salvage those lights, though. That's 15 bucks. I'm going to make an yeah. art project out of it. That's, you I should come up with a... kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that I would kid want who that. would see things at carnivals. Yeah. And like, I want that so bad. You know what but I'm going to do? I never got them. I'm going to raise money for it. I'm going to build a wall on the southern border. <laughs> that's a really good out. idea they um and they only took cash too and so a lot of people a lot of kids were being a lot of parents i because i watched this happen a lot of parents only ha- didn't have cash on them and so they were there were a lot of sad kids oh, you should start to- a business though where you where have we undercut them. and you yes. sell them and then everyone comes to you because you have the the card i'm payment. like i do not like joining things or participating in anything but I am almost willing to join the the organization that puts this on and say to them, look, you need to have reasonably priced light up balloons here. So, <laughs> so it goes to something worthwhile. It's yeah. it's extortion. And what, it's so then the insane guy, that we care about this. So what? I spent I spent $30 on two balloons <laughs> and I'm just like, OK, and I go back and then the guy comes over. Oh, yeah, yeah. And gives this me actually was two nice light up plastic swords and i was like mm. oh okay he realizes he just f me mm. and now he's you know giving me a gift basket 
afterwards so that I don't talk about it, whatever Bill Cosby. Of swords. Um, so anyway, he's he's giving me these swords and they're they're like hard plastic and you push the button, it goes pushing and it's like lights up and it's like, great. Broke. One of them broke when I got home. <laughs> the, the the battery was like I opened it up and it's just like you know how old it just it corroded. corroded. Mm-hmm. So it coughed. <laughs> yeah. That's a uh, Do you think well, he knew that though? I just think maybe their wares are kind of old. I think there's just piles of this stuff sitting in a warehouse somewhere yes. and they're just oh it's the holidays let's just sh- shovel it out mm-hmm. people putting it in their truck and selling it. Disneyland has that going on yeah. too. I was there a couple days ago and the the light up balloons are are there. They're happening. I know. Theirs are a better quality, though, at least, Disneyland. But, yeah, they do the same thing. It's all extortion. <laughs> mm. Thank you. This has been – oh, my God. We haven't even talked about Shania Twain real fast. Shania Twain retweeted you, re, re, re-talked you. Yeah, she duetted me on uh, TikTok. It was – uh, I posted a video about Shania Twain, and months later she did a reaction video to it. So – yeah. The second last That's time so cool. I was on your show, that yeah. that TikTok was going viral. And then the last time I was on your show, the views had died down. So I was a nobody. But now <laughs> I'm a somebody again because Yay. Shania Twain brought it back into the spotlight. What did she That's say? That's so cool. She just kind of did one of those uh, oh. videos where she nods to it like, mm-hmm, <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's what I think. You know, she didn't say anything. She just nodded and posted my video to her like millions of followers which is cool i uh i was never a huge shania twain fan as a kid but i'm gonna ride this yeah do you feel like you have to create shania more shania content (laughs) i tried to do a similar video and it didn't do as well like it only got like three thousand views because back in the the youtube days if you did one thing that hit you'd want to keep doing that to like bring back the same people but it just it didn't work out. So it's a lesson in just moving on and trying new things. But yeah, I did you get a lot of followers though from this? I, what I found is that you get about a thousand followers per million views. So mm. five million views is about five thousand followers. So it's Damn. A, yeah. It might have helped if I had more videos up, but it's but it feels good. It, I, I remember yeah. waking up that day. And not feeling like super motivated to get out of bed. And then I just saw these like notifications coming through. And it was just like the universe knew I needed a little Shania love. (laughs) That's like being knighted in Canada. Yeah. It's like on the same level. What's, uh, yeah. She's, uh, maybe this is TMI, but I remember thinking of that video on the toilet. So now it's kind of like weird Wait, to think I've had why? all this. Well, I was oh, just no. thinking about that. I had that song in my head. And then so now when I think of the success of that, it's just like, you know, to everyone. Toilet else. song? Yeah, it's like that's, you know, maybe I need to do more writing in the bathroom instead yeah. of in an office. It's an argument for being regular. <laughs> This has been so much fun. Or put a Thank toilet you guys. by your desk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or a desk by your toilet. <laughs> and put some towels on top of it. Yeah. And a towel <laughs> on the ground. 
Yes. Thank you guys so much for joining the show. This was so much fun. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Follow me on social media at Allison Rosen on Twitter and Instagram. I'm also on Mastodon. I have just signed up for Hive. I don't know what I'm doing or why. I want to spend less time on social media, so I don't know why I'm signing up for other social media apps. <laughs> Again, I don't know what I'm doing, but now I'm everywhere. I'm also on TikTok, uh, the Allison Rosen over there. And um, oh, but more, most importantly, I'm on Patreon, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Listen, listen to my other podcasts. Uh, Childish comes out every other Wednesday and Upworthy Weekly lighthearted news podcast on Saturday mornings and um, Andrew where might might we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Andrew Hunt 311 Wonderful and uh, Amanda where should we find you? Um, I am also on Twitter until it dies at Brooke Perrin Brooke with an E Great Tony uh, Twitter and Instagram nope. at Tony out of- Baxton. <laughs> I did it out of order once again. Eh, who cares? I know I'm it's a, it's loose. <laughs> is, is there anything? Is there anything else you'd like to mention? Nah, just the bizarre albums every Tuesday. That's it. Great. And uh, I should have asked Andrew, Amanda, anything else you want to plug? There doesn't have to be, but it, but if there is, I Wait. should have given you an option to plug anything else. When the new Property Brothers show comes out this winter, check it out because I have a few credits on it. I can't say what it is yet, Ooh. but it's Ooh. called Brother versus Brother, the show. That's so. that's cool. Check that out. How neat. <laughs> um, look for the popularity papers in Canada next year. It's a show I co-created based on a book series called The Popularity Papers. That's on so YTV. cool. Yeah. How cool. Daniel, what, what about you? Uh well you can find me at Daniel Quantz on Instagram and I guess Twitter I don't know sure <laughs> Quantz <laughs> all right thank you everyone this was so much fun listeners thank you for listening I love you you matter goodbye hey do you know about the Allison Rosen show. Good time, but now we gotta go.